guys. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Monica. I'm Jennifer. And this is the Spooky Chat Podcast. Yay. (laughs) So we decided to start this podcast because we have a spooky chat that we do with our other friend, Tim. He's going to be a sometimes host. Yes. And we realized that we both like spooky things, and Tim does too, so we had a chat where we would just share spooky stories, things that we thought were kind of spooky uh, with each other. And we decided to open that up to everybody. So now you can hear our asinine conversation about spooky things. But we're also going to be interviewing people that we know. Seems like everyone has a story, even people who don't necessarily believe in ghosts and things like that. Yeah. But it's not just going to be about ghosts. No. It's going to be about any spooky, supernatural, paranormal thing that you could think of. Cryptids. Orbs. (laughs) which I know are your favorite. I don't like orbs, but we will go into that later. Uh, We're going to do some field trips, which I'm excited about. Yes, I want to go to the Faust. You guys say in New Braunfels, you guys say that that is haunted. Yes, even though we've never, I've never seen the ghost. Do you want, do you want to see a ghost? I don't think so, because I think you have to stay there. And I feel like he tickles your feet, but I don't know if that's him. But do you want to see like a full body apparition? No. I feel like that would be really scary. Yeah. Spoiler alert, neither one of us have seen a full body apparition. Thank goodness. Uh, We have experienced paranormal things. Weird things. A lot of deja vu. Doppelgangers. Ugh, doppelgangers. My dad's house was haunted, the house we lived at when we were growing up. He doesn't live there anymore. And there were weird things that happened there, but there wasn't any full body apparitions there. That we know of. Thank God. I mean, because... Some other things could have gone down there and we don't know about it. I think it's more of like weird things and like shadows, things out of the corner of your eye, things that you could explain away. Because I don't feel like I've seen a ghost, but I have seen weird things. Um, I think I want to also talk about um, spooky books and movies. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of movies, like spooky movies that I haven't seen, like The Exorcist or Poltergeist. Oh, and I have all three. I mean, I have all three Poltergeist movies. Cool. I don't own The Exorcist, which is which seems really weird. Interesting fact. What? There is a serial killer in The Excuse? Exorcist. What? Yeah. Like an actor? Yes. Like he had a part. Oh no. I think he was he is the radiological guy. Whenever she gets like an ultrasound or she gets like this weird scan, like a CAT scan, he's the guy working the controls. And he killed two people that they know of in new york in the 70s oh my god and the hunt for him is a a basis for the movie cruising interesting factoid oh and i can't wait till you watch it i'm gonna point him out to you oh my god i don't want to see him don't tell me yeah he just looks like a that's the thing okay so on this podcast we're going to talk about spooky things and monsters and things that we don't know if they exist but Mm -hmm. for me the scariest monsters just like he says on Sword and Scale, are real. That's one of my favorite podcasts. You guys should check it out if you're into true crime, Sword and Scale podcast. They're not a sponsor. No. Just no, he's not a sponsor. <laughs> but I love the work that he does. Nice. And I mean, that's one of the inspirations for this podcast. There's also the Night Owl here in Austin that does a great podcast. We are in Austin, FYI. Central Texas. Yeah. Austin's a pretty big city, though. It is. And that was kind of an inspiration to us. Like, we have our own stories, and we'd love to share them with you guys. The Night Owl is such a good podcast. It's a great podcast. I mean, if we're going to talk about podcasts that we love, can I give a shout-out to Hope and Brandy from Spooky Shit? 
Yes. That's a good one. Go listen if you are, when you're done, don't go now. Go when your our episode is done and listen to Spooky Shit. That is a good podcast. It's funny and spooky at the same time. And Two Girls, One Ghost. Yeah. I love that's that a good podcast. One. And Ghosts in the Burbs. Oh, yeah. Our girl Liz. Those stories fuck me up. I'm so worried about her. I'm so worried. Liz, I hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to do? Well, I mean, we can feel it out as we go. We know we're going to have spooky field trips, yep. spooky books, spooky movies, mm-hmm. crazy interviews with some of our friends. Oh, yeah. David has a good one. He's our first interview. Yes. Uh, his story is filed under, can I say it? Yes. Shadow People. Yes. And Haunted Tricycles. Ugh, gross. <laughs> I feel like that's where I would put his story. Yeah. Just anything like haunted kids. Maybe, I mean, I don't know why. Kids are just creepy anyway. Kids are creepy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Later on in the podcast, I have to tell you guys my cousin's story. Okay. And How old is she? She is in her late 20s and her baby is under 10. Mm-hmm. And they have the creepiest story. And I can't believe it when my mom told me. I was like, how could this have happened and you guys not have called me immediately to tell me? What is it? So can we say what it's filed under or do you want it to be a surprise? I can tell you this. Filed under fucked up shit. (laughs) I mean. the whole podcast. Oh my God. This. This. I've never heard of anything like that happening in my family at all. And I asked my grandma for stories. And I know she has stories, but she said, nope, nothing but it came out too quickly. She doesn't want to say what it is. Nope, she doesn't. I feel like it's spookier when it's someone you know. Like yeah. you can hear, like you can read, oh, uh, Scary Noodles. <laughs> what is it called? Creepy scary Pasta. <laughs> creepy Pasta. <laughs> scary Noodles. Creepy Pasta. <laughs> you can read Scary Noodles all day long. You can read Creepy Pastas all day long, but when it's someone that you know and you talk to like often, that's scarier. Uh-huh. You just want to get some garlic bread and <laughs> spooky noodles. <sighs> you too much. I love it. Well, I'm super excited to get our first podcast under the belt, so to speak. Me too. And I'm super excited for our guests. Um, on this episode, we'll also have our sometimes co-host. Yeah. Sometimes co-host. Tim. He's a man about town, so he's not going to be here every time. Yeah, he's, he's super busy. He's in high demand. But he's got a story, too. Oh, yeah. Filed under UFOs. Yes. Unidentified flying objects. So I don't just want to talk about ghosts. Like, sometimes people are like, well, I don't have any ghost stories, but there was this one time I saw a doppelganger. I want to hear everything that's spooky. Anything weird that's ever happened to you is what I want to hear about. Anything. I don't care. You saw Bigfoot? I want to hear about it. Definitely interested in cryptids. Yes. For sure. Definitely. For sure. Um, time travel. It's a paradox, but I want to hear about it. As long as it doesn't make my head hurt. Well, I feel like missing time, if you're going as far as like missing time, it would be like, oh, you were abducted by an alien. Yeah, but I don't want somebody from like, I'm from Gallifrey and here's my story. Like, I can't. Like, I love Doctor Who, but damn, some of those episodes, I'm like, I'm tired right now. I can't. I love Doctor Who. The BBC is not a sponsor. BBC is not a sponsor, but call me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Um, sue us, thank you. (laughs) 
What else can we talk about? I want to talk about the Mandela effect. I think we're living it now. Yeah, alternate universes. Yep. Yep. Angels. Tim seems to think angels are UFOs. We're going to go into that. They could be. They could be. Anything's possible. Anything, really. Things that we can't even imagine. I mean... I, I bet I bet all the cryptid, paranormal, supernatural things, it's all connected in ways that we can't even imagine, in ways that our human brains can't even comprehend. That's what I like about it. Yeah. And maybe that's why... Okay, tangent. Maybe that's why aliens haven't reached out to us yet, because we haven't reached that level. Kind of like the plot of Star Trek First Contact. They're waiting for us to catch up to their level. Well, you know why they won't visit us? It's because, one, we can't do zipper merges on the highway. Two, we can't do four-way stops. Just putting that out there. And and the thing is, if you're going to be driving a spaceship with no roads, you're going to have to know how to do a merge. How many different axes are you on? Like, we're driving we can't X, even Y do, axis. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do another axis, like, up and down. They're waiting so. for us to really get down roundabouts. And yeah. they're trying. Yeah. I can't get around about to save my life, so I, I apologize. I just, I just drive in a circle forever. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get anywhere, really. Just yeah. take the bus. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Let's do David's episode. All I'm, right, guys. I'm excited to hear his story. I am, too. So stay tuned, and we've got David's story up next. <laughs> Two special guests. We have Tim, our resident dream doctor. Hello, everybody. And then we have a great, great friend of the podcast, David. Hello. I've known David for a really long time. Ooh. So he's not a stranger off the street. Oh, full disclosure. Um, our moms knew each other in high school, and then they lost touch. I thought you were cute. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> and I think we were young where we didn't know that we liked boys by then. We were still too young for boys. <laughs> <laughs> and David and I got back in touch when our moms got back in touch when David and I were in high school. And we've been friends ever since. And I'm not going to say how long ago that was because nobody needs to know how old we are. Uh, <laughs> we are some old, old bitches. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for sharing your story with us. I consider you my best friend, but I don't know if. Well, this is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> this just got real awkward. He's one of my best friends. One of my closest friends. I guess the whole group is shit. my best friend. The whole group is my best friend. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, we all have our click Everyone now. in these the are, chat is a best, best friend. This is going off on a tangent. <laughs> Full disclosure. They're friends. Full disclosure. We are all friends with well, David. David, thank you for joining us today. You said that you had a story about a haunted neighbor's house. Yes. Go ahead, please. Um, okay, I'm trying to remember. This is like in middle school, so I was probably about 12, 13. Uh, the house next to ours became available. Um, for sale? Yeah, for, uh, for sale. And then, um, so at night when I would throw out the trash, nobody was there. And they, I remember there were these sensor lights on, which now I'm like, why would anybody leave sensor lights? But there were sensor lights. Um, and so I remember them coming on. This was like 9.30 at night. I'm throwing the trash out because the trash was on the side of the house when I got the back. Um, and so there was like a, a fence with these slats in it so you could kind of see. It wasn't completely blocked. Um, and the lights would come on. Um, and so I would see the light. Uh -huh, the motion sensor okay. lights would come on. And I would hear a tricycle, like like some kind of like a pedaling, like squeaky wheels. You know what I mean? And there would be uh, a chime, like a bell. Uh, that. chirping. That's gonna be a nope. 
And I would, it was, it's faint. It wasn't like super loud. That's why I was kind of like, is that real? But it sounded like it was coming from the neighbor's house. Um, and I only heard it, I was like the only one that heard it. I heard it when I was throwing out the trash or whenever I was outside at night. And I'd asked, you know, my parents and my siblings and none of them had heard it. And then they all made fun of me. They thought I was making it up. Um, but then <clears throat> we got some new neighbors. And one time they were all shooting the shit with my parents and we were all outside because it was like, Oh, we're so and so. It's nice to meet you. Blah blah blah. Where do you come from? Let's catch up. And I don't know how it came up, but I think they were like, "Oh, our son says you heard, you know, some stuff over there." Blah blah blah. Ha ha ha. He thinks your house is haunted. And they're like, "Well, actually, we've had some weird stuff oh happen." And they were like, "Well, like what?" You know, my parents were like, "What?" And they said, "Well, lights would turn on and off on their own. Uh, doors would slam shut." And they said the attic door would open up, like, fall down and open up, too. Oh, my God. And they didn't seem to be worried about this. They were just kind of like, it makes things interesting. And I was, what? You know, I had all these questions. (laughs) I know, right? Did did you ever hear the tricycle noise again? Did the neighbors ever hear the tricycle noise? Well, they had two kids of their own. So So, there was, and they were about that age, too. So. But I, you heard I mean, the noises, heard noises before kids were right. ever living. But I think home. it was their kids at that point. So, right. Or, you know, who would have known? That's what you told yourself. <laughs> they <laughs> they <would've> inherited <laughs> the object that the ghost uh-huh. attached itself to. <laughs> yes. oh. Did you ever talk to the kids after? I did. I actually babysat them once. They were like maybe eight and like four or something. So young enough. I didn't ever ask him about that sort of stuff. And when I stayed there, nothing strange happened. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the ghost just didn't know you. Maybe it was cool with kids, and it's like, I'm chill now. Yeah, yeah because you didn't ride tricycles anymore at this point, right? So The ghost? <laughs> David. <laughs> <Right>. David. <laughs> Did it scare you at all? I think, well, because it's so dark out there. It's very, uh, the houses where I lived had big yards. There was tall hedges. There wasn't a lot of light. I think the house behind me was kind of a ranch house. It was. It was weird. So it was a lot of space back there. So it was very dark at night. So it was creepy, like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, hearing tricycle bells and a little kid laughing when there's nobody around. Wait, did you say <laughs> laughing before? Because I don't recall well, you Like little kid that. giggles. Nope. That's a nope. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> Wow, and so you just went in, detail. You just went inside your house after that, and you were just like, there's a ghost kid yeah, outside. Yeah, I think I came in, and I was like, I heard a tricycle outside, and they were like, what? You're, you know, whatever. You're making it up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that is crazy. And that wasn't the only thing that happened, right? No. I would sometimes feel weird. Um, like, I'd feel like I was being watched. Nope. It's just a weird, creepy feeling sometimes. And I shared a room with my brother, this is probably around the same time and one night in the middle of the night it's one of those nights where you just couldn't sleep you know you wake up a lot um so i remember waking up a few times and at one point i don't remember exactly what time probably like three in the morning i woke up everyone's asleep the house is very still and quiet just pause three in the morning go ahead well, that's not an exact time. <laughs> no, but that's a that's a good thing. It's the but witching it's, hour. It's sometime in the middle of the night, <laughs> and I'm assuming no around you know two to three, two to four, excuse me, like somewhere around there. Three three o'clock. <laughs> We're gonna Go on, David. <laughs> um, and there's a little bit of ambient light because it was a street light right outside our front, or you know, or the front of our house. And so there was a little window. bit of light, and our our window was right there. 
So I could kind of see some stuff, but there w- it was still very dark. But there was one thing at the foot of the bed where the entertainment center was, because we had a TV and a like Super Nintendo in our room. And it was a figure in the shape of a figure that was very, very dark. Yep. Like, super yep. black. And it just felt intense. Like, I kind of felt very scared. I remember pulling the covers over my head. I may have even cried a little bit. I can't remember. And I didn't ever come back out. I was like, it's going to, it's going to go away. It's going to go away. Just, it's not real. And I just kind of stayed under the covers. And at some point, I fell back to sleep. <laughs> okay, we're going to come back to that. Because I don't understand how you fall back to sleep after you've seen something like that in your room. But your brother was in the room with you, wasn't he? Asleep? Yes. Because you guys shared a room? Yes. Did he ever see anything? I never asked him. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so on a scale of that was a demon in the corner to sleep paralysis, where, where do you think that lies? See, I never, I don't think I've ever had sleep paralysis. I don't exactly know what goes into sleep paralysis. I know there's this documentary about it where they see shadowy figures or something. But I was able to move. Okay. Um, I remember turning away and like checking to see if it was still there, and it was. And that's okay. when I like. Put the cover over my head. So and it was, was like, a demon. Okay, Go I ahead. Just, I don't want it looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe it was a demon. <laughs> wow. Well, no one else in your family had seen any of this stuff? Anything like it? I never asked. I guess I should ask. Now I'm curious. Do you think they probably have and they just don't want to talk about it? Maybe. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, that didn't really happen. I, I don't even remember, you know, the next day, I think I was so freaked out by it, but I was like, maybe I was sleepy and imagined it. So, when you saw it, was it moving, or was it, like, swaying, or was it just standing there? It, I mean, it's really hard to tell, but I think it was just standing there. I felt like it was just leaning against the entertainment center, looking at me. Mm. Even though you can't see a face, because it's so dark, you can feel this coldness on you, like, it's, something's watching you. And do you, do you think it knew, like, oh, this, this boy's awake? Like, he's awake. Do you think it knew you were awake? Maybe. Oh my god. And that was the only time you saw? That's the only time I've seen that. I did still feel weird, you know, at random times, like, being watched at late at night when I was there. And then, I don't know, because my sibling, my brother Daniel, he moved in with his girlfriend at the time, later, much later. uh, And they lived in the garage and they had two dogs. And so I don't know if they ever saw anything, but their dogs would growl in the, the kitchen at night, like around midnight or so. Or three in the morning. <laughs> I do think it is significant that maybe it happened at three, and maybe that's why you were able to actually see it. It was weird, because I, I guess it's just the street light, but it felt like you could see, it was dark, but your eyes are adjusted, so you feel like you can see, but then there's this super dark, black as black thing in the corner, and that was just like, it's already dark, but that's darker. I hope I never see anything like that. Me too. That sounds creepy. frightening. You want to talk about the cat? I don't know. I feel kind of silly about that one. <laughs> okay. Cats are tricky little things. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I I stand firm that I had put the cat away, and I closed the door, and our cats were not smart enough to open the door, but it kept appearing out in the dining room, which is near the kitchen. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's linked, So you were because the dogs would go bark to the kitchen at night. This is the same house. Yeah, but this is in the morning on my way. You know, I'm, I was always the last one in middle school... You know, to lock up the door, I would leave about 7 or so, so I could go to school at 7.30 or whatever time. And where were you locking the cat up? In our bedroom. In your bedroom? My where bedroom. You saw the, where yes. you saw the shadow thing? Okay. 
So you were locking the, the shared cab bedroom. there. But you have to go through the garage to get to the main house. No, we weren't in the garage at this time. We were in the house. Oh, okay. In yeah. The, okay. David, thank you for your story. You're welcome. Thanks, bitch. I hope I don't sound crazy. <laughs> no, I, okay. I hope that everyone who comes on and tells us their story doesn't say, I hope, I hope once you get crazy. more, yeah, that there's like similarities. Can we because like. Because it sort of feels like we're opening our, we're being vulnerable. We're talking about something that other people will laugh at. So what if we're inviting this stuff into <laughs> our like, lives? Yeah, what if by talking about it, we're inviting it back? It's, well, it's already in. We're already in it. It's already happening. It's already happening but to I us. I haven't seen that bitch in a long time. <laughs> hey, David. <laughs> You're going to see him tonight. So, okay. Before someone said, we're, we're having people we know talk about spooky stuff. But I feel like if someone's in front of me telling me they saw a horse walk through the wall, <laughs> I can't roll my eyes at that if it's someone I know. You know right. what I mean? I think that's, the, that's the part, too, though, is that we're starting with people that we know, right. people that we trust. Right. And so, yeah, that, that, right. that sets a I also hope tone. none of this stuff that happens to y'all ever happens to me. I'm just going to put that out there. But, but if it does... the universe. Well, no. No! Well, that's why we wanted to start this podcast. We right. thought... Hey, we listen to all these spooky podcasts. Right. Wonder what we have going on spooky in our lives. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. People you wouldn't even think have a story. Like people in the hallways have approached me and told me, "Hey, I have, I have a story." A story. That's awesome. And this is just from barely talking about starting a podcast. David, thank you for your story. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. No, I bet you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to cut, and then we're going to try that again. Center, center. We are fucking professionals, people. I'm going to do this one. I'm going to put it in there. We'll just do it live. Do it live. <laughs> okay. David, thank you for your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to Yes, party. thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That story was amazing. I have no words. <laughs> I... First of all, I wouldn't have been able to fall asleep afterwards. Yeah. I don't know how people do that. I feel like if I saw someone, I, I feel like, I've heard people say, oh, I, I saw someone in my room. I'm out of the bed. I have a weapon. You're going to have to kill me if you're in my room. Like, you're, you're either a real person or you're a ghost. Go ahead and possess me. Well, let's get it done. Like, I'm not going to fall asleep after that. I don't understand how you can fall asleep after that. Maybe it's your brain's mechanism to to getting through. You know how you see those slingshot videos on YouTube? That makes perfect sense. And like the the people get slingshotted and they're like so much adrenaline's pumping and everything's going so crazy and they just pass out. Like on roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah. It's a survival mechanism. Okay. Okay. We just satisfied something that I've never been able to understand in my entire life. But the thing is, it's like, okay, this is a survival mechanism, but it's going to kill you. You're not going to survive. True. Or you're going to wake up possessed. Or maybe maybe that's your body's way of like, you're about to be possessed, just like black out right now. No thanks. Do you remember that short story for Lights Out? Like they made they made a short story. It was a short movie that Lights movie Out. That movie where the thing keeps getting closer and yes. closer. Yes, and then at the end it's like, ah, and it turns out the light, and then they made the longer movie, but that short movie, and it's like two, three minutes, it is still the scariest thing. Yeah. And remember when she turned out the light the second time and it went like, like towards her? Like, I didn't hear the feet moving, I just, to me, for it to be just appearing in a different place is scary. Well, because it would appear at the end of the hall, and then she did it at the hall, 
click on off did it at the hall on off and then it started like getting closer yeah right? it started oops i'm sorry i'm not gonna there's nobody under there okay there's no i mean there's nobody we're on the second floor not like there's no dead bodies under my floor i'm on the second floor which oh and there's no neighbors tell so heart is what she means <laughs> she's killed an old person i put my dead body somewhere else okay good good so we listened to the story oh, again spooky yeah spooky beat, beat. We listen to this story again, and, you know, when we're in here, it's not that scary. Right. But tonight, when I'm trying to go to bed, it's going to yeah. be scary. Yeah. Because, and just the way that he, I know that he was kind of nervous, too. And disclaimer, David has been our friend for years and years and years and years. So when we give him a hard time, when we gave him a hard time on the interview, that's us. Like, we're just, we're friends. We've been friends. I've been friends with him for over 10 years. Tim's been friends with him for over 10 years. Monica has been friends with him for since we were little yeah like over 20 years yeah well we don't have to say numbers <laughs> oh we've been friends for 50 years <laughs> so <laughs> so we have that kind of rapport but we we totally believe him i knew that he kind of felt like people would be skeptical of his story not here no and so he was like i I knew that he was having a hard time trying to describe what's blacker than black, but I was telling him earlier, I was like, that's how people describe that kind of thing. Yep. It's a contrast to black on black, and it's like, how do you describe something that's darker than dark? So I know that he was kind of nervous about us believing him, and I'm like, we asked you to be on the show where that's all we talk about. Yep. David is not in our private... Spooky chat. <laughs> 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 on our private discord yeah it's just me monica and tim it was weird because we didn't even realize that he would be into that and that he would have a story because everyone has a story yeah that's what we're finding it's true and i wonder if like that the uh the tricycle uh-huh. that's scary I feel like that's an understatement, but <laughs> it is. And it's like, what is over there? And I know the back of his house did have it, like the land that it was on. It was a big backyard uh-huh. that like butted up to a, like a ranch. Yeah. And you could see like old ranch houses, like it, old rundown barn ranch house things. In the middle of a neighborhood in, in the middle of Austin. Yeah. So you could tell like that land had been, had belonged to someone in the last 80 to what odd years. David's house is, was built in, I think the seventies oh when God. I looked back. Cause I was like, let me do a little bit of research. It's built in the seventies. And online, the records only go back so far. And then a lot of land here in Austin used to be ranches. Yeah. Like a lot of, especially out when you get towards the lake, they used to be ranches. Under Lake Travis, there are apparently things still under there, like structures. What? Because all of that used to be farmland. That gives me anxiety. Yeah, and then they flooded it. That Canyon Lake, there used to be a Canyon City. That Canyon City is now under Canyon Lake. You're blowing my mind. I did not know about that, and I've lived in Austin my whole life. Yeah. Well, I remember reading a great book, The Devil Went Down to Austin. I think it's by Rick Reardon. It's a mystery. And he talks about how the they flooded that area to make room for that lake. And they did the same thing out with Canyon Lake. And so Canyon Lake has a city under the lake. Like, there's still structures. So his neighborhood was farmland, and then when Austin started sprawling south, you buy up all that farmland. Southwest or whatever, yeah. whatever his neighborhood is. Yeah, and then you, you parse up those pieces of land. Well, I'm glad he told his story. Well, I have, a, I have a super, super quick story since we're talking about the history of South Austin. Okay. Is, okay. So 
when my husband and I first got together, we moved into a duplex. Beautiful, wonderful duplex. I absolutely loved it in a certain neighborhood in South Austin. At the time, we had two dogs, and then we got a third. Um, baby Charlie. Baby Charlie. <laughs> um, so we had the oldest, Adrock, who is still alive. Mike C., who is no longer living. Rest in peace, buddy. I know. And Charlie, who was a baby, baby dog. A puppy. That's what they call baby dogs. (laughs) So Mike D, who is our middle dog, and who is the sweetest dog, um, up until the very end of his life when he kind of started losing his faculties, he would stare off into corners in our old duplex. And he would go into places and just stare. So like, And he was young at this point. He was, I mean, still maybe uh, 10. But he was still active. Yes, like Like he could still see, like uh, towards the end of his life, he could not see that well and he could not hear that well. But that was in the past years that he couldn't see. So this was 10 10 years ago because we were still dating. I know. So I guess he was probably like six, five, five or six. He wasn't that old. Still seems young for a dog. Yeah, yeah. So he would stare into corners. And like, just look, just stare. And the other dogs would not do this. And so we kind of just dismissed it because the other dogs wouldn't do that. But when he did it, it was so creepy because he'd just kind of stare and then he'd move his head side to side, just at nothing. And then occasionally, like if a bookshelf was on the upper left, he would then follow something across the the top of the ceiling to the right side. And he'd like, look at that and do cutesy faces at that. And then we would be sitting in the living room. He would get up and he would go to the bathroom and he'd just sit there and then like look at the shower the same way he would look before. And it got to the point where we were like, oh, I guess he's playing with Lenny. I remember you mentioning Lenny, but I didn't know Mike D was seeing him. Yes, and just Mike D. Oh my God. Like Adrock, well, Adrock doesn't even look at us now with, and we're people. Well, like she's above it. <laughs> and then Charlie, I just, he's, Trying to live his best life. Yeah. He really, I mean, when you're a lab living in the city, you just, that's all you know how to do yeah. is just be a lab. But Mike D, it was, it was kind of creepy. How did I never know? I remember you mentioning Lenny, but I didn't know Mike D could see him. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was like orbs or what was he seeing? I never got a bad feeling in that place. I always felt super comfortable. I was never scared. Uh, I did not sleep well. That started the whole, I don't sleep well. I only sleep about four hours a night, and then I get up for an hour, and then I try to fall asleep for another three or four hours. But I, I mean, it's just, it's just creepiness, but no definitive, like, it's a ghost dog, whoa, nothing like that. Well, why would a ghost dog be on the ceiling? Well, I mean, maybe that's where ghost dogs like to be. I mean, maybe it's like, oh, I could never be up there on the ceiling. It's a ghost dog. You know one thing we haven't experienced? What? Since we had to put my feet down. I have never felt his presence. Oh, yeah. Or heard him? Mm-mm. I've heard people have that. But yeah. you guys haven't had it. I mean, it. I mean, I don't think there's like a time limit on it. No, I mean, I still, I feel like we made the right decision because he was losing it to the point of being mean. Well, maybe he's at peace then. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping so. So, I didn't mean to commandeer David's story time. Is that comfortable? But is it comforting to think that you haven't heard from him because he's at peace? Yes, it is comforting. But what in the hell was in David's house? They hadn't lived there for 20 years. What was it? 
Ash the shadow person. That's a great question. I think that's the million dollar, six million dollar question or whatever. It's the whammy. I don't know. What are shadow people? I, don't I feel know. like maybe they're interdimensional travelers. Maybe they're people who paid money to come and watch humans sleep. <laughs> maybe they're demons scouting. Maybe they're aliens. Maybe they're us from the future. I like that one. But the fact that David now felt in that house like someone's always watching me. Yeah. Which is creepy. Yep. I don't like that. And that he's the only one. You know what? I think if he starts talking to his family, he's going to realize he's not the only one. I bet that's what. Because when I lived in the weird house with my, at my dad, at my dad's, it wasn't until we moved out. And years, years later, my sisters and I finally admitted to each other that we were seeing weird things there. Like years later. And you guys could have been talking about it the whole time. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Well. I'll tell that story one day. I have been waiting to hear this story. I hope we can get it. That will probably be that could a two-part episode. That could be a field trip. We would have to go to where my dad lives. Oh, my gosh. He lives in Austin, just not in the same part of town I live in, so it's always a trek to go. Because if you're going from, like, north to south, south to north, east to west, it's a drive. Yeah. So we would have to plan a time of day to go out there. Yeah. And I hope you and Tim will come. I don't think I've ever met your dad. I don't think so either. Um, I think, uh, you and my stepmom and my little brother. Oh, yeah. My whole, like, my dad has a whole family out there. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a field trip set. We've got the first episode down. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about on this first episode? I'm really glad David shared his story with us. Yes. I... I think it's so interesting that he saw a shadow person and he described it as blacker than black or black on black or darker than dark. And that's something that people who see shadow people say. And David had no idea yeah. that that's a thing. Like he yeah. didn't know how to describe it. I feel like he thinks that he, that he's the only one who's ever seen anything like that. And he's not. Yeah. And I hope he feels comfortable now that he's shared the story Yeah. and that I'm glad he doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it could be out of the frying pan and, and into the fire. But he hasn't said anything. I don't think we would have woken it up and been like, here he is. I hope not. It kind of felt like that when he told his story. I felt like, oh, no. I just looked into the abyss, and the abyss looked back at me, and no. now it's like, oh, I see you. No, it knows where you are. Uh, but it's always me. <gasps> All right, then we got to wrap up this episode. We have an Instagram. We need to finish setting it up. We are thinking about a Facebook and a Twitter. We have an email that we're setting up, too. Yes, you can send us your spooky stories. Um, If you're in Austin and you want to tell us a story, or if you're not in Austin, I want to hear it all. I want to hear all the spooky stuff. Send it. As soon as we have somewhere for you to send it, for sure, we want to hear it, and I want to hear from you. So get it ready. We're getting it ready so that you can get it ready. And you can send it to us. We won't think you're crazy. No. I'm excited. And a little scared. Yeah. I didn't mean for that to sound so unconvincing. What? We're all here to be spooky and creepy and... Yes. I'm just, I'm so scared at what people are going to send in. I'm just, I'm going to put that out there right now into the universe. I am scared about what people are going to send in. Well, I think it's going to be good. I think it's good for people to share. Like, I don't want, like David thought he was alone. Yeah. You're not alone. You're not alone. I want to hear it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the first episode of Spooky Chat. The Spooky Chat podcast. And we hope that you'll join us for the next one. Mm. (laughs) 
Oke, okay, bye. Bye.